Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Back at you, the Lori and Julia Show, My Talk 1071, everything entertainment. We've been quite productive in the first hour and will continue to do so. But I believe we want to make somebody a winner right now, don't we? Yes, yes we do. We winner, do. winner, chicken dinner. It's uh, a pair of tickets for dinner and a show at the Chan Hassan. They do have chicken there. It's a, they do. Chan Hassan chicken's very good. They do to see Sister Act, and it's playing through February 24th. So you'll be your choice of uh, when you want to go. And here is the celebrity voice, and our number is 651-641-1071. Hit it. Favorite song to sing in the shower, When a Man Loves a Woman. If you could join a boy band, what would it be? Ooh, the Beatles? Your proudest moment in elementary school, beating up the school bully. Any, any clues? Any ideas? Oh. Are you stumped? I, it's on the tip of our tongue. <laughs> yes. It's on the tip of our mind, yes. right, which is right. then on the tip of our oh, tongue, okay. right? Well, people can uh, give us a call if you want. Um, okay, so I've got to just share this story with you, Julia, because it's so... Juicy, and it was in the Daily Beast today. And you and I used to go to this website, or at least periodically we would go to this website, but we were so bad at blind items that we quit. we quit going to it, and we would only go to it if, like, Laney Gossip or Pajiba or one of our other one delisted other, would, would refer to one it. One of our other gossipy, gossipy and sites. And it's a website called Crazy Days and Nights, and mm-hmm. that's pretty much all they do is the blind item. And uh, the Daily Beast is um, great... Um, uh, media, she does like does media insider mm-hmm. columns, and she's calling it the unlikely redemption of the blind item and the blind item king who exposed Harvey Weinstein, Kevin Spacey, and Matt Lauer way before the media. Oh, really? And it's from the website Crazy okay. Days and Nights. Mm-hmm. So the only question anyone um, in Hollywood is obsessed with is who's next. Okay. The sure. speculation is Brian Singer, who's been taken off Bohemian Rhapsody. The movie. His, he was the, the director movie, of the movie. Was, uh, there's been other allegations about him. Supposedly there's an expose coming. He's saying his parents were sick. So people are wondering about him, his, um, offices at the Fox lot, evacuated okay just like you know but anyway maybe it was a temporary office with this movie but people are just obsessed in hollywood who's going to be next because they know there's so many people that know stories that know stories about people okay so for a dedicated group of commentators uh, at the website crazy days and nights it's run by an anonymous entertainment lawyer who goes by the name 
NT lawyer when you see okay. the post. The speculation is rampant. And if you've been reading Crazy Days and Nights, you'd have known about Matt Lauer, Harvey, Kevin Spacey, um, uh, and anti-lawyers like the anti-Perez uh, opinion. In my opinion, what makes this entertainment lawyer so impressive is no one knows who he or she is, and he's being proven right again and again and again. That's like legendary right. bleep. Okay. Donnie, do we have a winner? We do. This is Anna. She is from Hastings. All right, Anna. And here is the voice. <laughs> Favorite song to sing in the shower? When a man loves a woman. Oh, you can I join a boy band. Well, you figured it out. Beatles? Your proudest moment in elementary school. Beatles Beating up the school board. All right. And Anna, who is that? That is Chris Pratt. Yes, it is. That Chris Pratt. Is. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Very good. Thanks for calling. I don't know. Did Donnie get all the info? I got all the info. Okay. We could let her go. Thank you, Anna. Okay. Thank you. Uh, Thank okay. you. We'll, we'll do it again tomorrow. Okay? okay. So here's a couple of crazy days and nights okay. blind items. Okay. Harvey Weinstein. This was a 2016. Her career could have crashed and burned when she refused the legendary advances of this producer mogul. He threatened to destroy her career, but she found a mentor who's not afraid to go to war with the mogul and the mogul back down. That is about Harvey Weinstein. And, and it was about the uh, who's the uh, actress oh. who sent the case of Coke. To him and said, if you ever speak to my client again. Oh, I totally thought it was, I was thinking. Oh. It is, and the woman confirmed the story, not Selma Hayek, it's somebody else. But anyway, her entertainment, her agent sent Harvey a whole case of Coke and said, if you ever try and pull this crap, because he tried to say, hey, we got to go up to my room for right. some Coke or something. This just happened. And then on Kevin Spacey, the blinds okay. go all the way back to 2012. Um, this A-list movie actor has always had a bit of a sh shady reputation behind the scenes. James Toback, the director, right. a 2013 item reads, this former A-list movie director still thinks he's the hottest thing on the planet, hasn't done anything worth noting for many years. He's the worst casting couch director there ever has been. That was about James Toback. And people guess then on this website okay. who the blinds are right. about. Okay. Uh, Matt Lauer, a 2014 item reads, this television show... Talk show host likes to show the world he has the perfect marriage in life, but he rarely sleeps at home at night any longer and has been quietly hooking up with a woman who used to be an employee. That's oh, a Matt Lauer. Okay. An NT lawyer mm -hmm. um, told the Daily Beast in an exclusive interview, my site has always been about the underdog and the victims. And the Daily Beast confirmed the crazy days and nights blogger right? Uh, through other entertainment lawyers in the industry who spoke on condition of anonymity to the Daily Beast. Okay, got it. Hollywood, since the beginning of time, has been filled with Harvey Weinstein's. And for a long time, it was covered up. It was covered up with the help of the media. The gossip columnists were paid off or they were sued to oblivion. And that's wow. how Hollywood has always kept the... The, the, the information at yeah. bay. And the entertainment lawyer who runs Crazy Days and Nights told um, da the Daily Beast for so long the blind item operated in the dark corners of the entertainment world, exposing the underbelly of Hollywood, but never given the light of day. Right. And um, not only that, this entertainment lawyer says often that the, they're acting as 
access journalists trading favors and begging for FaceTime rather than trying to observe as a critical member of the fourth estate, the media, mm-hmm. you know, because it's the world of entertainment, you know, mm-hmm. the personal life and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. And I think as a result that many celebrities assume rightly that they can get away with anything because they're rich and famous right? and people want access to them. And now people want justice. And finally, people in entertainment that have been abusing their power are getting what they deserve. The talent agent was Simone Sheffield, and she was representing this Bollywood actress whose name is difficult to pronounce. And uh, he was talking to her about this movie Bride and Prejudice, which Miramax acquired to distribute Mm -hmm. here in the States. And she kept telling Sheffield she wanted her to leave the room so he could talk alone with Ashwara. And Sheffield said, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah. So that's interesting. So um, the unlikely redemption of the blind item is happening, and people... Well, because uh, maybe when, they're going to come out of the dark corner that yeah, they're in instead right. and, and actually get looked at. But well, Liz Smith said um, in we played some of the audio before when she passed away, yeah. when you were out that week, um, she talked about how she felt like sh- she was too dirty. Like, why not just say it out loud about the blind item? So she quit doing it. And page six, you know, that she quit doing the blind item because she said um, she was probably getting threatened to be sued. Is that interesting? Yeah. Anyway. Good Lord. All right. Listen, we got to go because Julia is time for your random thoughts. And could this possibly be the most perfect Christmas song you're going to tell us? The radio home of It's Good, but it's not like Breaking Bad Good. My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. You know, I saw this story the other day. Did you ever notice that? You know, sometimes I wonder what would happen if. And now. Julia's random thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Okay, here it is, people. Um, A scientist says he has engineered the perfect Christmas song. A musicologist from Boston, from the Boston Conservatory named Dr. Joe Bennett decided he wanted to write the perfect Christmas song. He studied the lyrics, tempos, vocals, musical keys of the top 200 Christmas songs to figure out what makes the perfect Christmas song. I'm ready for it. Here's what he found important needed to be in the song. Words like Santa, snow, home, peace, love, but especially the word Christmas. And it needed well, to be. Duh. Duh. Well, a lot of them talk about it's a wonderful time of the year. A lot of all them right, don't say right, Christmas. Right. Okay, duh. fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. It's holidays, you know, happy holidays, whatever. The song needed to be in a major key, so, and have an average tempo of 115 beats per minute and play plenty of sleigh bell songs. So here is his engineered perfect okay. Christmas song called Love's Not Just for Christmas. I like it. 
And this is just I a made-up song? Yes, yeah, made-up song. Wow. Someone needs to record this. Chop, chop, wiki, wiki. not just for Christmas. It's the happiest Christmas song ever. Well. That's like perfect. I mean, one of the things you can say about Mariah Carey's song, All I Want for Christmas. Right. Is that is a happy song, and unlike most Christmas, many Christmas songs have a melancholy tinge to them. Yes. I'll be home for a Christmas. Christmas. Yes. It'll be Merry a blue Christmas. Christmas. Yes, you know, kind of some sadness. And Mariah Carey's song. Do you know that she has sold more than fifteen million copies of that? She wrote that song. It's amazing, and it is considered the last classic. That yes. Yeah, I mean, that there hasn't true. been a new no, Christmas that, 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 song. Right. I, we did love Kelly Clarkson's last year. Oh. I can't remember what the name of it. And I love this new song that this professor just came up with. I'm I, ready for someone to record it. I, as soon as I heard this perfect Christmas song, the first thing I thought of was Mariah Carey's. It has the same it, feel to it. Yes, it does. Yeah. And Mariah Carey's has that happy, upbeat. It has yep. a lot of those things totally that he does. said it should have. Totally, totally does. Mm-hmm. Okay, so... um job, Julia. Well, Donnie found it. Mm -hmm. You're welcome. Thank you, Donnie. All right, I just want to warn people, and I didn't know this until I saw it last night when I was coming home from up north, is there is a ginormous sinkhole. Oh, on 694? Can you believe that? And it's right between Highway 36 and 94. It was on my way home, the way I take. Happened on Sunday. Yeah, not good, Julia. 8,700 vehicles travel... 87,000. Oh, sorry, Donnie, you're right. 87,000 vehicles travel there, and they can't figure out how to fix it. I mean, No, it this might is, not be open until Friday. This is, like, terrible. Well, so I just wanted to give people a people heads up. People know. People know. They do? Oh, yes, yeah. they know. Yeah. It has been huge news it has. here. All yeah, right. because it is this huge sinkhole, and it's such a and you know heavily trafficked... My obsession with sinkholes. I just... Yeah, we well, have one in Minnesota. Yes, do, it just Julia. seems wrong in so many ways. We do. And just a heads up that their cyber bots now are called the Grinch who stole Christmas because they're going in and buying um, retail stores are not protected yet from cyber bots. Oh, dear. I know. So they're buying up the hot Christmas or holiday gifts and then they're reselling them for thousands uh, of dollars. Do Don't buy it. I know, but a lot of people do. So I just know. beware of cyber bots. And the Retail Federation is looking into how to protect their customers. That just happened. Um, Lori doesn't want me to talk about this, but I'm going to say it anyway. The Invisible Box Challenge. Oh, it's so stupid. I don't understand. I've tried it. Mariah Carey's Invisible Chair, she sat on the other day in concert, was way better than this uh, Invisible Step. She looked like she was sitting on a plastic clear chair on the side of the stage. It was such a perfect, perfect Sit down. So this girl stepping up on her box does nothing. Well, I've tried to do it, and it's just so hard. Um, It's so hard. All right, here's a little fact. People want her invisible chair. I mean, Julia, it's incredible. (laughs) I feel good. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to sixty percent on hotels. So whether it's cousin Kevin's kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin, or Becky's bachelorette bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... 
That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Google Mariah Carey Invisible Chair. It's really rather incredible. Well, try to do it. Try and do it. Try to do it. Um, Here's a fact. And this is a big one. Tell a girl a million times she's not fat. She'll never believe you. Call her fat once. She'll never forget it. Oh, is that depressing? Isn't that depressing? All right, congrats. Why'd you tell us that one? Well, just because I saw it and I thought, that is so bloody true. Don't use that word. Miss Travel has has done a survey and um, has found who do men think of the opposite sex have the sexiest accent and who do women think of the opposite? Sid sex have the sexiest accent. Mm-hmm. What do you think it is? What do, who do women think? Oh, I think uh, it'll be Italian or French. Nope. It's British. Oh, British. Yes, of followed course. by Scottish. Yes, Spanish, mm. Australian, and then Southern, whatever that is. Southern accent. I've got a photo yeah. uh-huh. uh, And then, what do men think? Women's sexiest accents. Are. Oh, it's got to be Minnesota. <laughs> Number one. <laughs> Number one. St. Paul, Minnesota. Yeah, that's right. Specifically Highland Park. Area. University Avenue. <laughs> Channel 5 building. That's it. So here's who they think. Um, Gail Gadot, Danny. Gail Gadot. Gadot, Israel. Oh, Israeli accent? Oh, yeah, yep. it's beautiful. Oh. Followed hmm. by, and this one kind of surprises me because um, Colombian Sofia Vergara. She's too over the top. Well, with she's her accent. very, very. Um, but think of more a. Um, I love that accent. I it's do sexy. too. Sexy. Um, the Australian, French, and Southern. Hmm. So men don't think women with a British accent is hot, and I, when, I, you know, I don't. Right. It doesn't work for me. The women with a British accent. It doesn't have the same effect as the men does on you. It doesn't. Mm-hmm. We can envision them talking dirty in that accent, <laughs> and men just envision the woman talking dirty in that accent, and it sounds Mary more Poppins. bossy. Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it sounds like Mary Poppins. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Mary Poppins telling you to take your clothes off. Clothes off. It's just yeah. like ah. It's just not working for me when Julie. Although, oh, I don't know. I just love a British accent. I don't care whose mouth it's coming out of. It's Remember when so we met those. British guys in New York. Oh my God, that was the funniest. That night. was the night we met Pam at the Bella Swan. It was. Mm-hmm. Oh, that was a fun trip. Yeah. All right. Um, do you think this will work? JC Penny is opening up a pop-up shop um, with a completely different name. Just this weekend in New York City on Friday and Saturday, it's just a pop-up store, and their name is not going to be anywhere near it, near it. But the merchandise is going to be laid out well. It's going to be. Trendy, expensive looking, but it is all the same merchandise that is found in the store J.C. Penny. But they're just going to name it Jacques Pen. What? Is that a true story? Mm-hmm. You're yeah. not trolling us. This right is now? a true story. It'll it's, probably do fantastic. Mm-hmm. It's Jacques Pen. I mean, isn't that hysterical? It is. So it, people think they're buying high end stuff, and it's just J.C. Penny. Well, they're come but on. JC you're Penny. playing with no, us. We're you're not. No, she's no, not. she's not. She's this is like Target. Exactly. <laughs> But Target is Target these days. <laughs> They've upped their game so much in retail. But Jacques Penn, I think it's funny. And then here's something <laughs> that awesome. is, is, is happening um, tomorrow. Um, if you, if anyone uses the delivery service DoorDash, it's National Cheesecake Day tomorrow. Okay. Oh. And um, the oh. Cheesecake oh. Factory is offering you a free piece of cheesecake with your order. 
Um, they're giving away 10,000 free slices of cheesecake tomorrow. So I better be eating cheesecake by 7 a.m. tomorrow. That's all I have to all say. Right. Well, I they, hope you they're are. They're going to get on it. I'm, I'm sorry it's already over. I have so much more. Well, save it for tomorrow, Julia. Yes. Save all it right. for tomorrow. We got Slohans himself was at the Jingle Ball last night. They had two One Directioners. Who was the other guy? Liam. Oh. Liam and Miles? Yeah. Niall. 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 Niall, or as we used to maybe call him Nail. When they first came out. <laughs> I know. Okay, so um, the story is that NBC, when they fired Matt Lauer, there's a really, really terrible vibe happening at the Today Show. because That's one story, because I read a different story that it was really fun. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, I have to believe that that, it. I don't know, you know, the, I have to believe that people did not know the extent. Mm-mm. I think people thought that he must have had some kind of relationship, but people liked him. They really liked him. Here's what... Um, well, what's... I mean, this is from Us Weekly. They're saying okay. that Savannah's devastated. She and Matt were close. She is devastated. <clears throat> people knew Matt was flirty and playful. Right. And may have had relationships, but what they knew was that it was consensual and no one was aware of anything that went above and beyond that, except for maybe whoever would go on the out-of-town Olympic trips and the whatever, where in the world is Matt Lauer? Sure. I wonder now if his wife put a stop to that, and it wasn't. No, I know. Oh. I don't know. But here's something. This was just posted this afternoon on PeopleMagazine.com, is that, you know, um, after Bryant Gumble left the Today Show, it was a very... Buttoned up, tight-lipped. What word did you use, Donnie? Mercurial. Mercurial. And he acted that way. And so everyone, it wasn't a fun set to work on. And then when Matt Lauer and Katie Kirk took over, they'd have a blast. They'd tell dirty jokes both ways. Men yeah. would get in, women would get in. I mean, like, think of the things that we say around here. We yeah. all get in on the laugh, and it's fun. Yeah. You know, versus having someone who's watching you 24-7. Right, like, right, right. You can't act like that. Mm-hmm. And they said it was a fun atmosphere, great groups of people. Um and it, um, you know, the jokes were shared by men. They were shared by women. Um, Matt was an equal opportunity offender both ways. And that um, with Kirk departures in 2006, Lauer became more powerful. And some say his flirty on-air persona gave way to sinister side uh, effects. If like you, Katie and Meredith were better balances or something? I, something or, about know. that. Hmm. Um, and that um, longtime staffers all still say... Um, I didn't feel like I had to be flirty with him. He certainly didn't flirt with me. We there were heartbroken over his departure. They had so much fun working there with him. He loved and treated people. Well, the people who don't really like well. him must be celebrating the Today Show's ratings. Yeah. That they are being yeah. GMA. I would have thought it would have been the other way around. That audience would have left, but yeah, um, I, I still think but, that may be not necessarily long lived. Let's see how it is in a couple of weeks. Right. This may be a, a short term burst. Yeah, yeah, and I agree with you, Donnie. Let's yeah. see how it goes. But another one said, you know, about Matt Lauer. Um, he was the star anchor of the show, and everybody around, male or female, felt like they wanted to be on their game. It wasn't about men or women versus women. It's about everybody be on your game, even though he's fun and friendly and warm and kind. He wasn't lording over everyone. If he were this awful awful monster, we would have all known about it. And everyone truly is still shocked by what they've learned, you know, about these women coming forward. And um, so they're bummed. They miss them, you know, because... I get it. I totally get it. And I think the same thing's happening with the people 
with Charlie Rose. Over at CBS. Right. <clears throat> when you were gone, or yesterday, he, or maybe we talked about it, but he's personally calling everybody on the Charlie Rose show, the evening show, because two... So many people lost their jobs. Yes, like like two dozen people worked on that mm-hmm. show, and he called them all to let them know, my company will pay you through the end of December. Right. I'm so sorry. Maybe Christine Amanpour will hire some of those people, Back, make it more seamless, right. and all of that. So, yeah. Because that's... I'm sure. Well, listen to this news. So okay. Terry Crews, who's on Brooklyn 999, and he is... He is the guy, I mean, he's a huge guy. He used to be a football player, very funny. He used to be the dad on um, the Chris Rock, whatever happened. What was the Chris Rock show's name again? What about Chris? Yeah, it was yeah, the little I think Chris. So. What about Chris? Yeah, yeah, what about Chris? He played the dad. That is how I first like really saw him. But right. after the Harvey Weinstein first story came out in the New York Times, he came out and told his story about he was groped. At like his package was grabbed at a at a holiday party last December. It was at high, Adam Sandler's house. Yes, at a high you know fancy party with a lot of exa- and he was so shocked he didn't say anything and he shared his Me Too story. Well, he has been really like standing by. I mean, the other day he he tweeted a thing. I mean, he's not backing away, and we know it's this WME agent by the name of Adam Bennett, and and he was suspended. Yes, for a month, a month. with yep. pay. With pay. Yeah. So, and Terry Crews last week was just uh, when he just tweeted, um, "Someone got a pass." Someone got a pass. That's right. And um, anyway, but he had also said, you know, listen, I respect and understand why people remain silent because it is to be out loud and to say it out loud. People vilify you. People don't believe you. People shame you. There's this and that. And here he is. This huge guy and I mean he wanted to punch the guy but he was like I immediately thought oh I can just see the headlines big black man assaults Hollywood executive and loser in that situation and and he is he is the agent of many powerful men in Hollywood yes yes so he is suing the Hollywood agent who groped him Uh, he's filed a lawsuit he um, claims in the legal filing that he called out to Adam Sandler after the party where the encounter occurred. Adam, come and get your boy. He's grabbing my nuts. And uh, Sandler called Terry Crews that night. And they both were stunned that he did that. Right. And uh, Crews contends that he's concerned about this guy standing in Hollywood, how it's going to impact his acting career because already stuff is going on. Right. And he's with William Morris Agency. Yes. That's who W. Adam is. Bennett. And, you know, what you saw Terry Crews when he was on GMA and he said he felt emasculated, objectified. and Embarrassed. Embarrassed. I did not know this man. He comes over to me, you know, and all of that. So I give Terry Crews tons of props for, absolutely, you mm-hmm. know, being Stood one of the... Ground, yep. Me too. So yeah, he's suing the guy, and he did go to the LAPD and file a report. Right now, whether I, but I, he's not ready to let. And what him, is he suing him for? Uh, he, for assault. Sexual assault. Okay. Yes, for yeah. assault. What anyone, anyone who comes up to you and grabs you, right. you can sue them for assault. Okay. Yeah. They grabbed your breast, right. grab your butt, grab you by the you know what. You yes, that's assault. So um, he is a super agent. This Adam Bennett. Yep. At William Morris Agency. And uh, Russell Simmons asked Terry Crews after that part, give Adam a pass. I remember. Yeah, he did. Yeah. And Russell Crews, who's Russell Simmons, who stepped away from his business because of all the things on him. And um, 
Anyway, I remember Radar Online threatened Terry Crews that they were going to publish a story about him hiring hookers. Yes. After the GMA. Right, yeah. I mean, so there really is so much intimidation. There is. That goes on depending on who it is. And yesterday, Jane Seymour was on Megyn Kelly, and she she had told, she had alluded that she got asked in her early days in Hollywood in the 70s to go over to this famous director's house. And he had a part for her, and then he put his hand on her leg and said, you know, now you know what to do, what you need to do to get the role. Jeez. And she, like, mm-hmm. fled, and be, it was Ray Stark. Ray Stark. It was Ray Stark. Hmm. I don't know. Oh, legendary Hollywood. Uh, he did, um, oh, giant, no, what's the one um, with? He did Funny Girl. He's yeah, funny he girl. Married, the way we were, Annie, the goodbye girl, Steel oh, Magnolias. Yeah. Oh, yeah, he's famous. Big he time. was married to Fanny Bryce's... Uh, he married Fanny Bryce, and he did Funny Girl about the mom. He's l- huge, and oh, also... Cool. So she confirmed that, and also that her own son was recently roofied at a film uh, premiere by a, a male publicist, that that was recently, that that happened. Wow. hmm and she said the re- she didn't name Ray Stark by name, but she told Megyn Kelly, and then she was on with Hoda and Kathy Lee. He's a producer Lee. of all these. Yeah, producer, yeah. not director. director. Producer, yeah. She said the man who produced her movie somewhere in time and had a dinner for Princess Margaret and invited her back like ten years later, so everyone could figure it out. Right. It was Ray Stark. Right. So yeah, he's prolific, and her Jeez. son was just roofied. By a male publicist, so she's... You know, that is just... mm -hmm. And so Ray Stark, he did all these movies. I mean, you you just have to... You have to know that there's lots of people who don't want to tell their story. Right. They're, they're, yep. They don't want to tell it. What's the point now if the person's dead or... Or, Or maybe, you know, some people made the deal with the devil, if you will. Mm-hmm. And they haven't even acknowledged it to themselves. Maybe they haven't forgiven themselves. Maybe they feel great shame about it. Right. They don't want to relive it, talk about it. You know. Um, so anyway, that was uh, that. That was yesterday. That was happening. All right. Listen, we got to go. Julia. Who's next? Well, we're going to Hollywood speak. Okay. And I am really curious about what we think of this future talk show. Previously. So, what are you trying to say? Hollywood. What is the meaning of this? All right, let's get to the meaning of so many so things. So many things. Julia, why yes. in the world is ABC talking to Alec Baldwin about a talk show? Okay, well, here's the deal. He already does some stuff for ABC Match Game. Tenth, doesn't he do... The, yes, he does Match just, Game. The, just Match Game. The yeah. Pyramid. No, he doesn't, doesn't do that. He doesn't. Just match Game. Okay, so he does Match Game, and he already he has a serious radio show. Julia... Do I have to remind you of the year 2013 when Alec Baldwin had a show called Up Late with Alec Baldwin and he, on he MSNBC blew up in a day oh, for five whole <laughs> weeks? Yep. And then he called a reporter a gay slur. He, he denied it. It's then be MSNBC on a major delay. MSNBC <laughs> to made him go off the air yep. for two weeks, yep. and then he apologized, and then he got fired anyway because no one was watching. That show was on from October 11th to November. Eighth, five. Is a daytime show? Or? It was a ten p.m. No, it was at one. night. I, I don't know, but I'm just saying. I don't he's know that volatile. Alec Baldwin yeah. has the temperament. He's mm. great at SNL. He's great on Match Game. He was great on Thirty Rock. He's good in a movie. Well, here's, but to have a talk show 
Um, Here's the weak spot on ABC, okay? Mm-hmm. Tell me. Because um, Megyn Kelly's show just got named one of the worst TV shows okay. of the new year. I don't know that they have time during their daytime lineup because they're pretty solid with Regis, uh, with, um, Kelly. excuse me, Kelly and Brian. Then you have The View. Then you have The News. Then you the have Re- The, the Chew. Mm-hmm. Then I think they, they're... Well, they're not saying it's a daytime. If it's an evening show, it would take Nightline. Because it goes Jimmy Kimmel, and then I tape Nightline. Oh, like after Kimmel, they air it? I'm going to just say to ABC, mm. it's, don't. Don't do it. Don't. Well, okay. But it's interesting there, and I mean. Don't. This episode is brought to you by Snapple. Welcome to the Snapple Market Auditory Experience. Close your eyes. Imagine you're walking into your neighborhood store. You make your way to the back and reach for your favorite Snapple flavor. You can't wait. You take a sip. Whoa, that's a lot of flavor. Mmm. What flavor are you holding? Now, open your eyes and check out Snapple.com to find ridiculously flavorful Snapple near you. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. He is an interesting character. But Julia, mm-mm. he couldn't even last on cable well, on a Friday well, night. Well, I know, Lori. I'm, I'm not saying it's a good idea. I'm just saying. The Hollywood speak on this is don't do it, ABC. Unless you have the biggest delay ever possible. <laughs> and even then, it won't matter. Mm-mm. Okay? He's very. Because he still is out and about. Every time he gets, he can't handle paparazzi. You have a talk show on a major network. You're going to get even more eyes on you. than You don't think he's a changed man after his wife, Hilaria, made him dress up, dress up as the the Tin Man (laughs) and walk the streets of New York? Mm. He's got four kids under five. Tiger can't change his stripes at this point. I I don't know. know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, here's another one. Kim Kardashian last night shared an Instagram photo of her taking a photo at the famous art exhibit that featured the wax figures of her naked husband, Kanye West, herself, Alec Baldwin was naked. Everyone in the bed. Yes, Taylor Swift was in it. So she that Kanye West did when he launched his famous album or whatever it was. Yeah. So she shares this Instagram photo last night, but it's from a year ago. Okay. And um, she just captioned it famous. Right. Remember when my husband was... Famous. (laughs) Famous. <laughs> right. Cheap shot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, Taylor Swift's fans roared back, Julia, and they are very mad. They did not think it was a harmless throwback. In fact, they saw it as shady, 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 and they flooded Kim Kardashian's Instagram oh, for crying out with loud. snakes. Not no the snake emoji. Oh, because they Taylor has co-opted the snake emoji back. She's taken it back. If you look at the in the look what you made me do, the snake. She's reclaimed the snake. That the snake microphone is amazing that she holds. Right. Yeah, I know. So do you want me to Hollywood speak this? Yes. Eighth grade girls. Yeah, I know. And snakes eat rats. Fine. That's all I'm going to say. I don't want to give it one more minute of time. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Okay, moving on. Yeah, I know. But anyway, I do kind of like it. And I also like it that 
Taylor had posted a photo. She really did an amazing British Vogue photo shoot. But she's just posting little cryptic poems. And she did a picture of herself and then said something about, I really can't stand a narcissist. And they say that Kim Kardashian did the famous thing as a clap back to her Instagram. I oh, see. for God's sakes. Yeah, I, I can't follow the Thank bouncing ball. All yeah. I'm going to say is for Taylor Swift to say she can't handle a narcissist. It's just, it's from a lyric of a song. Oh. And who the can song, follow up with that? I did something bad. Well, all the Swifties, the people were really amazing, by the way. There's real reporting to do. Come, we'll hire you. Yeah, but it's a line <laughs> from I did something us. bad. Okay. Oh, okay. That every, that people, a couple music people, LA Times and Rolling Stone said, why didn't Taylor release that song? I did something bad. It, it's oh, such so this, a better song, and she could have had a better narrative than the Look What You Made Me Do, oh. which came off as petty, yes. even though it's got a sick beat. She it says, does. I never trust a narcissist, but they yeah. love me, so I play them like a violin. Yeah, and that's a lyric from... From the um, song, I Did Something Bad. Yeah, yeah I mm-hmm. Did Something Bad. So that's Kim's fans were saying that's why she did that famous photo as a clapback to Taylor, who people are saying that is a reference to Kim and Kanye, the Honest, ultimate narcissist. This, now, the, if I was just tuning in, tuning in, you'd be fascinated, and heard about clapping back mm-hmm. and snakes and rats, I would think snakes oh, eat rats. Is this a zoology show? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> what are it's, they talking about? It's the never-ending beef. Feud. I just kind of love it. Okay, here's one. Cindy Adams today. She said uh, she she titles this "Losing at News." I reported that when my colleague Liz Smith left us a while back, Mm -hmm. international worldwide global news agency Reuters, which doesn't know it's asterisk from a hole in the ground, printed her obit with my photo. Wow. (laughs) I'm not knocking them. I applaud their abilities. After Anthony Weiner was photographed featuring a bulge in his drawers, Reuters' caption was mumps. (laughs) I (laughs) Clever. She's so funny. She is. That is such a great line. I only tell you this to say they never apologize, never sent me a note, nothing. And I mean, they are a news gathering agency. So anyway, I love that. Thank you, Cindy Adams, for giving us the laugh of the day. Um, Okay. Now here's one. Lindsay Lowens. Here it is. The headline. Lindsay Lowens triumphant return to the U.S. of A., Includes going to New York City and taking movie meeting movie meetings. She's ready to act. What a triumphant oh, sure. return! <laughs> I'm meetings. I'm ready to act. I'm ready to take meetings. Who showed up, Lori? She's who she meeting with. I love it that she can create her own headline. Though I'm I'm gonna for news for She's today. Lindsay, Lindsay in New York Lauren. City taking meetings. Taking I thought meetings. it said taking naps. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well. <laughs> anyway, well, you know she has been overseas living in. Wherever, wherever with Croatia, an interesting a collection of um, people. Yes, yes, and, and don't worry. I guess she's not dating the Korean bodybuilder who she's the now, creating million billionaire. Well, you know she's got her little website and everything, and <laughs> oh gosh, Lindsay. Anyway, but she's taking meetings. She did. She did just tape her scenes for the second season of the British comedy Sick Note, which hasn't aired yet. Oh. Okay, good. And it's a one-episode thing. 
Sick note? Okay, for the second season of a one-episode show. As for what type of movie she's angling towards, our Lindsay Lohan insider, her mom. Yeah, maybe she's going to be in Mean Girls, too. No, this is what she said. She isn't going to put all her eggs in one basket. Smart of her. And she is willing to wait. Not to be typecast at this stage. And willing to wait and attach herself to the right script and project when it comes available. Sounds like a... (laughs) Sounds like a game when, plan all yes, actors have. Absolutely. And when we know something, we'll let you know. Okay. Joe. Uh, Lindsay Lohan is in eight episodes of this series. Oh, okay. Say, no, not, just no, one. not just She's one. She's in eight. All Thank right. you, yep. Johnny. Thank you. I stand corrected. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Joe Francis loses the rights to Kim Kardashian's favorite Mexico estate and every other celebrity. Yes. So suddenly celebrities are going to have to pay for when they go no, to Mexico. He filed for bankruptcy <gasps> and he fraudulently transferred $2 million to the estate and to, for the support and maintenance of it. And yeah, he's busted. busted. So all the money is paid back. Wow. To keep it going. Yep. And because he charges people to Listen, stay there. Listen, that sounded like Nobody it. feels bad for him. What did he do? What was his raunchy thing? Bad girls. Girls next door. We'll be right back.